Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Mission Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm Chris. I'm Starscream. <laughs> Uncle Big Boss. And I'm Aaron. Oh, no, good. <laughs> that's a good Aaron impersonation. Wow, that's really good, Cliff. You sound just like Aaron. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> just had it stuffed. <laughs> We're back at <laughs> uh, wrong movie. We're back at uh, we're back with uh, Cliff and Aaron from the Predator Minute, not that Predator Minute, the one about the movie, not the one about the uh, drinks. <laughs> and... Chris Hansen is a... oh, we have the drinks. <laughs> what what an awesome minute by minute show! Yeah. All right, in this minute, a Squirt. creepy guy has Seagram's wine coolers and a box of condoms. Let's see what happens. Spoiler alert. Is this a Bruce Willis <laughs> he, he gets commercial? Oh, yeah. Wait, is this... Okay. You guys can make a shirt with that, that guy who always wears is dressed like grass, who's waiting out there for the predator. <laughs> and the ghillie suit. jumps out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ghillie suit, yes. Well, welcome back, guys. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah. It's a fine Wednesday. Thursday. When, um, Wednesday. the booty Wednesday. day. Wednesday, yeah. It's hump, hump day, day, man. Hump yeah. day. It's hump day, bro. Yeah, everyone just get humping. Can this, we say that? Oh, <laughs> sure. You just did. That's a good segue, actually, because there is some tension in this uh, minute. There is. Oh. This, minute, this minute begins with Naya explaining she's got a simple through line and ends with 30 seconds of silence. So this should be interesting. Is, is that like the silence of the seconds. Lambs minute? What? 30 <laughs> seconds of silence. <laughs> it does have Anthony Hopkins. It takes forever. <laughs> 30 Seconds Silence is also the name of my experimental rock uh, Rock prog band. The 1980s, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. Okay. And your last sexual experience. <laughs> yeah. That was 30 seconds of silence, four minutes of weeping. Oh, your <laughs> well, this is, where they, this is where the acting goes full tilt. Uh, she's, she, she starts to explain that she's just a bloody thief. She's right. She yeah. is just a bloody thief. Yeah. She, this is more than she ever signed on for. He said he had a job for it. You don't expect it to be the job that she's about to get. Or that he, she's about we, to we give. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet. Does Are we... Ex, uh, since we're not to those scenes yet, is she? Is this a consummated relationship she's going to be having with Ambrose? Yeah. Or is it just emotional at first? What's expected I, I, or what's going to happen? Expect it. Hmm. I think I, she knows what's think, expected at this point. I think that's why she's angry. <laughs> I'd be angry too because he's weird. Yeah. I don't want to be with Donald, after, especially Dugray. Dugray. Dugray Scott instead of uh, Tom Cruise. You just had sex with Tom Cruise and now you got to go with Oy. bloody Welshman. Oy. Yeah. I will say that, yeah. uh, you know, just, you know, I think as a man, it's appropriate for me to get inside. From women, mm-hmm. right? Wait, and, what? Yeah, I know. It's, I, I, as, as to get inside male, women, apparently, it's appropriate for me to speak for women. Wait, women talk. You know, I have that exact same note. There's nothing better than four guys with beards, yeah. where one, one without uh, talking about the women's right to choice. Yeah, uh, I think, and by I think beards, he means us. women that we pretend that we're heterosexual with. Uh, oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I will say that, in my experience, having friends who are girls. They generally prefer the smaller gentleman, like a Tom Cruise, right? There's less danger of sexual assault. There's more, less danger of, you know, their weight and just their sort of general, you know, uh, smotheringness in a very real sense, not right. an emotional sense. 
Did you say genital smothering? Can we say that? Uh, that's sure. A, that's the other podcast I'm on. But, yeah. I, I don't know if we actually confirm that ever in any Tom Cruise movie. Do we? Do we ever his see gen- his genitals? Is, yeah, yeah. Do we ever see his genitals? Yeah, oh. uh, and um, all the right moves. All the right moves. Oh, oh, okay. Strangely enough, don't my ask, eyes don't ask me why I know the scene where his genitals are. I don't. How know are why. they? Thirty-six minute, twenty seconds. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, I mean, <laughs> he's average. He's okay. fine. Okay, he's, he's fine. fine. He's so fine. He's average. Two inches. That's average. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't anyone tell Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Please, not my girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if we want to jump right into this, but this was just kind of what stood well, he, out to he's me. Trying, he's trying to sell the whole thing. Now, no, yes, right? he is. Yeah. He's selling it, but she's also mad that he's not madder about this. Yeah. Yes. I think that's why she's mad. She's, she's literally like, you're telling me this, like... Oh, I'm just going to sleep with you and then tell you, oh, by the way, you also have to sleep with your ex, who is a nightmare. But then he does say that he's upset about this, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. This is the... uh, This is such a movie line. (laughs) Such a movie line. What's the line exactly? Uh, Feel better. Well, then feel better. (laughs) That is nonsense. (laughs) But it's also, I think, a great way to uh, sort of... Express your love. (laughs) It also is like how I would like psychotherapy to work like someone just goes in there and screams at you until you have better emotions oh yeah. stop <laughs> yeah stop being upset and stop being depressed oh okay well, I'm, I'm done yeah we're good i don't have to pay you anymore bye here's 80 bucks all yeah. right and it is such a tom cruise thing to do uh we had mentioned weissel earlier and he had this theory of actors who are mostly known because they can yell mm-hmm. and sell it convincingly uh harrison ford probably being number one yeah, Al Pacino. Yeah, well, Al Pacino's almost made a mockery of it. Yeah. I think Harrison Ford's probably the best. You know, like give me back my son. All right, no, actually, get off my plane. Was, yeah, <laughs> get off my plane. Pointing and yelling. No and, ticket. The point. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is very good at this. He's somehow able to yell without it seeming like he's out of control. If that makes sense, like he's hmm. yelling. Hmm. In a forceful way. Without Stupid. seeming angry. It's just heightened yeah. sincerity when it comes yeah, to Yeah, heightened him. sincerity is a yeah. great way to put it. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. He is proving a point. However, she walks him into his line. Yeah. And that's where it's not that's not how life works. You right. set someone up for a line, they rarely give you then the line. Normally they're just being awkward it. silence right here. Yeah, he's like, I, would it make you feel you better? Like, you want to say something? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of the right line to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, normally she, he wouldn't say anything and then she'd be like, that's what I thought. Yeah. Like, that's how, that's like, how the like, fights go in real life. Exactly. You literally have nothing <laughs> no, no, to say. No, no, I was say. trying to think of something to say. No, I don't believe yeah. you. No, no, there, I'm going to come up with a reason why you should sleep with this guy. No, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, he would call her 30 minutes later and be like, I meant to say... Fe- Feel better. feel better when you were said uh, forget it but yeah because he's Moments like passed. would it make you feel better if you know if I told you that I'm upset by this she's like yes he's like well then feel better he's yelling I'm not gonna yell yeah. uh, for the safety of those of you driving in crowded traffic oh yeah but <laughs> it's what if she had said like would it make you feel better and she was like no not really then he's like oh man I had this line already you know? and that's like, what would out. really happen yeah like no I just feel like crap over this whole thing you're setting me up for and he'd be like well then feel you <laughs> I wish you were madder well feel madder yeah that doesn't make any sense yeah. I know <laughs> well feel my chest my rippling muscles yeah and I do see a lot of that though where it's like there was a SNL skit with Tom Brady 
where he's on. Uh, for those of you at home that listen famous to comedian <laughs> Tom Brady, yeah. famous comedian for those Tom of you at home that listen to podcasts, there's a thing called American Football, and Tom Brady's a player mm-hmm. on it. And anyway, they're making sort of jokes about HR videos Love them and, and that oh, if you're just super attractive, <laughs> then you get away with stuff, you know. And that's what this feels like. He's just saying stuff, and it looks like she's looking at him like, man, he's so attractive, and not really listening. Like that's what I'm getting from her look at him. Ah, like I'm She's just like, gonna be. So I'm angry. I'm angry. He's so hot. I'll just go along with it. I mean, I know that's not what she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> that's not a very. She does a coy. The, 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 that's where the eye acting that we talked about yesterday comes in. When she dissipates her anger for being mad at him because he's so upset, it's right at like second forty two, forty three. Mm-hmm. She like kind of gets like, oh, okay, I'm okay with this now. That's yeah. not how human emotion works. <laughs> That's definitely not how a woman's human yet, emotion yet another, works. Yet another proof that she is a robot. Yeah. And also written by a man. Yes. Yeah, this is, she's a robot written, written by a it's man. It's written by an old dude. An old dude at this time. Not like an old dude now. Like an old dude then. Yeah, you've hit the nail on so the he's head. A super That's really old what dude it is. Now. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Because we get this candid shot where she turns away and it's just yeah. her. Just, it's like brooding. But yeah, it's... Yeah. She's not... She's smoldering. Selling. Yeah, she's smoldering. <laughs> but it's like... People don't work through this stuff like that. They're not. I understand too. You can't have like two days later they talk it out. I get that. Yeah. That's because the chimera virus would already killed yeah. millions yeah. of people. Yeah. They, so we're kind of on a timetable. Yeah. yeah. I wish uh, that would have been that would have been Tom Cruise's or uh, Ethan's real line in this. He'd been like, um, the "Clock's running. Can right. you get through this?" <laughs> well, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're thing, doing that. It's a virus. Or, kicking oh yeah. Oh my God. You got chimera. Ah! Uh, I've got Chimera. <laughs> oh, God. I have 24 hours. <laughs> He's going to be dead before the end of the week. Oh, Everyone tune in. Make it. Why did Teaser it, for Friday. By the way, why is it called Chimera? Uh, chimera and Bellifon, uh, Bellerophon are Greek uh, myths. And uh, yeah. Chimera is Chimera was built out of a bunch of different viruses. And a oh, Chimera okay. is like yeah. part, part animal, dog, goat lion bear thing so it's kind of like a hodgepodge yeah. also what they uh my girlfriend actually a lot of bed. people in real life have chimerism i guess i don't know that one called. no yeah so it's some uh, high degrees in psychology especially so women know this stuff. especially women oh, that have had children oh because some of the genetic material from the infant or from the fetus will make its way throughout i'm the not sure this body. is true it is true it is true you can't, you can't just yeah, say that yeah anyway uh, yeah. You can't just say we can say anything we want on this podcast. <laughs> I am a I am a white male yeah. and I have a microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got twenty bucks to spend on microphones, so listen to what I have to say. Absolutely uh, true. People that have different colored eyes, you you basically oh have two different genetic sequences going on. Well, also I think it's Robert Town trying to be artsy fartsy because in this movie, the whole movie is this. It's supposed in theory, it's supposed to be Ethan is one side is the hero and Ambrose is Chimera and they are uh, fighting it. They're the same as the, the, the virus, but it's like Ambrose really, as we've talked about before and we'll get to it as we keep moving forward. We still haven't even ta- seen Ambrose again since the first t- 10 minutes of this movie. Ambrose isn't a great villain. Uh, the guy uh, who plays him, Doug Gray Scott is not, this is not a great role. Is it because um, he's, he's not- Welsh? Yeah, that's the only reason problem. this isn't good. <laughs> no, it's it's because it was written badly. <laughs> I don't find I just don't find this character like when I think about bad guys from movies, I'm like, uh, Am- Ambrose is he bad? One I would never remember his name. 
If I wasn't doing a podcast minute <laughs> by minute, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know who he was. I'd be like that guy, the guy on the plane that like smiled once. I don't know. So I mean, so. is his character actually Welsh though? He Isn't no, it? he no, he he is. Yeah, I mean, maybe oh, okay. he is. He doubles for Ethan, so I don't know if he is Welsh as the character Ambrose. He he definitely keeps his accent, so. Because I'm wondering if he's just practicing yop yop yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> that is the most obscure reference you're ever going to hear on anything. That is from my Monty Python book that, oh, you know what? I was about to be like, I'll pull it up on video. That doesn't help you guys at home. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll send it to Jonathan the for the art show notes. Martial art. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's uh, from a Monty Python book that they wrote, and they were making fun of the Welsh, as the English are wont to do. And they called it the secret Welsh art of self-defense and the gag is that the best offense or the best, best defense, defense is a good offense and the best offense is a surprise attack. Therefore, the best defense is to attack your enemy before they're aware of your very existence. Before they're aware that and you no, are their enemy. This, yeah, before you're aware that they, yeah, who you are. And they're like, this is how 90% of Welsh people live. <laughs> Just a sick burn on the Welsh. So we've lost all of our Welsh listeners now. All of our 50-year-old Welsh listeners remember that hey, particular know, We had a great time in Hollyhead. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shouts out to the Welsh. We love your town. Your town, your whole country. The one town we've been in. <laughs> But, I'm uh, looking. I'm looking. I'm actually looking at Lop Lopgoch. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. If it, I can't believe it. Is that like a web page? We're able to find it. it's two L's AP. You only have uh, yeah. You only have uh, you only have four second workouts each day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you will if you go to the Lopgoch dot org dot uk. Oh my god, that's a thing. I really didn't. Know oh yeah. That. Oh yes. And it, it actually is written out as if like like it's an ad, and it's like right. And if you're ready, are you ready to harm people? <laughs> Develop up to 38-inch biceps. Grow up to 12 inches taller. Prolong your life up to 1,000 years. I'm pumped. <laughs> what does it cost? This is Lafgoch. is a secret, but you find uh, you will find out sooner or later. Don't worry. <laughs> that sort of sounds like the advertisement for Body Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> we can use it's this. Insane. Oh, my God. It's, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fill in, here. This is the last part before they, before it goes to the actual form you're supposed to fill out. It says, "Fill in daring hair raising money saving half price no risk free trial form now." <laughs> and it and you can put in your name and address, and it says, "Send me the secrets." I will not be clicking on this. Uh, <laughs> I would, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll put this link up. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, go back to it in a tour browser. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go incognito and uh, from work. So yeah, that way, if they get a, a, some sort of virus, it's not my fault. We will be able you to defeat it. definitely be attacked. You'll be able to defeat it using the yeah. powers of Yafgok. Well, because I don't know. Is this website my enemy? I don't know that. So <laughs> maybe know. it is my enemy. It's going to attack. Wait, are you Welsh? <laughs> if the answer is no, then it might be yes. Yeah. No, I'm Scottish. Oh. Is this yeah, the part where we all do our Scottish impression now? It's crap! Uh, I did it two episodes ago, so I'm good. Focus! Focus! Everybody stay on target. Stay on target, eh? Now I'm Canadian. You got a funny accent, Nash. Where are you from? <laughs> Lots of different places. <laughs> that's that's Scottish, right? Uh, sure. It's not a more Russian. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's Highlander. Yeah. I'm now going to do... This is a thing now I'm going to do. Parts of the movie as Scottish people. 
<laughs> well, feel better then. <laughs> Actually, that's how Dogray Scott would have said. Yeah, it. yeah exactly. Would it make you, you feel, feel better, better if you knew it was bothering me? <laughs> I get I, what? Well, my, what? Mine, all, mine always turns into uh, mine always turns into Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think you're going? I'm going with ye. Yeah. Well, I feel better than Lassie. Get up. Well, I can't say most of the things I'd say in Scottish. Ninety percent uh, of my Scottish is it's, uh, it's just cursing. It's just cursing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine right after they uh, they cut uh, Braveheart's wife's neck and he just walks up to her, he's like, "Feel better." <laughs> well, feel better, lah. That's where the uh, relationship, the marriage, would have progressed. You know, if if it had been allowed to go on, I think that's that's exactly what would have happened. Yeah, it's a historical fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those of you, I know we're getting off subject again, oh, yeah. but for those of you that want to hear a really funny take on Braveheart, I highly recommend the English comedian Stuart Lee. Ah. You just do or watch the movie Braveheart. Or watch the movie Braveheart. <laughs> the totally accurate <laughs> historical. If you want to see a guy in sunglasses fight with a broadsword, it's in the yeah, background. I love it. Or the guy with the floppy sword. That one's good, too. Yeah, on HD, uh, HD is the uh, not is not Bill Gibson, director of Mel Gibson's friend. Because no. there's literally a guy just kind of like half ass. Like yeah. he's, he's he like runs up to a guy. And There's like a this. story that Mel like, Gibson told me about when he was editing Braveheart. What do you mean he told you? He told me. I interviewed him way back when in college from Braveheart. Nice. What you didn't tell me this? Yes, take- that's why I have a, a, a signed Road Warrior poster by him that he signed for Holy- me. Wait a second. Let's back up like twenty five steps. <laughs> yeah. First of all, were you taking like Braveheart one hundred one? No, no, no. I was. I was. I was watching Braveheart a month and a half before it came out. I got that. And and. and uh, I told him I didn't like it very much, and then he wanted to talk to me alone. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh Wait, crap!" He's... Who did you? How did you tell him that? How did uh, he find out you didn't accidentally like it? in the bathroom? <laughs> I was talking um, to another another did person. He touch in the bathroom you need about to, it? All right, we need to start. <laughs> wait, the story wait, from the oh, oh, wait, wait, go back <laughs> four hundred steps. I, I was in a bathroom okay, so after you're, seeing you're the movie. You're in the stall, and like the stall door opens, and it's Mel. Yes, like, that's exactly. I want to talk to you by myself. I. I was like talking to another film critic as I was washing my hands and he comes out of the stall and he just, I was like, Oh crap. And then he just, I walk out and he goes to wash his hands and I go to, the, I'm so embarrassed and I'm up at the top of the staircase and I see him downstairs talking to, what kind of bathroom are you in? talking to the, uh, the, pre, the PR rep and uh-huh. he points to me and she looks at me and I'm like, crap, I'm not going to get to go to the interview now because it was a big press conference. And so I go downstairs and she's like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I won't show up tomorrow. I, I just told him, I just said I didn't like the movie. <laughs> and um, he goes, no, no, no. He wants to talk to you by yourself. I'm like, what? Oh, boy. He's like, he actually wants to do an interview oh. with just you. I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? I'm thinking he's going to kill me, isn't he? Uh, but no, he was really nice about it. And um, and then when I, I saw a work print of it, so that, to me it was... You know, I didn't like it because of a lot of the technical issues and I felt like a drag. But then the, when it actually was released, it was shorter and it had all the stuff, you know, all the, the sound work done. So I liked it a lot more that second time. But so he was really kind about it. influenced a lot. Yeah. Did yeah. you feel like possibly you influenced those changes? Which I, I felt like I was, you know, just telling him the, the truth about it, that I felt like there was That's something. And then the irony is that like 10, 15 years, like 10 years later, there was a, a Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson... Tells Mel Gibson how he, how to change his film, and I thought I saw that I freaked out because I'm like, oh my god, it's like my life. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is great. You yeah. know, before Chris told, before Chris talked to Mel Gibson, the Scots didn't win their freedom at the end. No, of the no, no, no. He, he that actually they just blew everything up by England. 
Yeah. You changed history. I changed history. Way to go, yeah. man. Nice. Exactly. You're like, you're like Quantum Leap. Exactly. I quantum Leap to Mel Gibson's uh, history on that one. So, yeah, Spoiler alert. Spoiler The Scots do not have the freedom. <laughs> <laughs> they win that battle. Uh, no, actually, actually, it ended on the planet, uh, planet Geist at the end, you know. Uh, they were all Highlanders. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There yeah. can be only one. So anyway, Stuart Lee Braveheart. Just Google that. It's a good take on it. You can uh, see that. But that's an amazing story. That's really good. <laughs> I, I, it's now canon. It's now canon. I can't believe I've never heard the story that you've seen Mel Gibson's penis. No, I didn't see his penis. He was in a stall. I was washing That's my why hands. That's why you were. He's mad at his you. His penis like, was in a like, stall. Wait, wait. like, I hate your. He wasn't. And it was. I hate your movie. We know how he feels about the. Uh, hey, Mr. Gibson, tell your penis I hate your movie. <laughs> You're like leaning over. Tell the your stall. circumcised penis. <laughs> For those of you at home, Mel Gibson notoriously hates the uh, folks that uh, like Judaism. You mean, you mean my people? Uh, your people. Yeah. Just let your people go. Alert, he's, let your people go. He's, Did you just call Jewish people folks that like Judaism? Is it incorrect? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're big fans of Judaism. <laughs> yeah, see? Gotcha. Why, why are you Jewish? Why are you Jewish? Gotcha I'm a real big question. fan of Judaism. Judaism yeah. I gotta say, Judaism 13 and 0. Because you're doing great. <laughs> I got my giant finger pointing yeah, number yeah. one. Says right. Judaism on it. Judaism. Star yeah. David. Yeah. I will say, like, as long as we're here trashing religions, uh, because every I, I promised every day I'd okay. give a Scientology yeah. fact. Yeah. In the ranking of religions, the true religions, yes. Zoroastrianism, number one. Okay. Judaism number two, very bottom. Scientology, true fact. Oh wait, in wait. in the ranking of religions overall. I know, but what is this ranking based? Wait, on? who are they ranked by? Billboard? Uh, real, I mean, who, how real they are? Oh, spoiler, how real. all fake. Um, <laughs> Actually, I would say Scientology would probably be at the top of the list for realism because we can't really. I mean, it's at least within the realm of science, like where there's. It's literally and been. Stuff. The guy who created it is mm-hmm. on record saying that it was fake. Oh, I know it's that. It's hard I know that. not to. But it's it's easier to accept than than some other religions. Zoroastrianism, number okay. one. Okay, Zoroastrian. All right, That's cool. the religion of build the galactic hero, so we'll stick with that. Oh, well. I'm doing right. Obscure Reference Week. All right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I'm lost, too. There's this We're thing right. called religion. <laughs> well, I, I only love Judaism, so I don't know. You're a big fan of it, that. anyway. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big, big fan, fan. Big fan. They're doing unlike, great this unlike year. Chris, unlike Chris is uh, not a fan of Mel Gibson. Uh, but yeah, I, well. I uh, am a huge fan of Mel Gibson outside well. of the more recent things that have happened to him in the last 20 years. <laughs> in the last 20, you know, up until the last 20 years, he was Is fine that when he threatened you in the bathroom? That's yeah. when you're okay with him? Uh. <laughs> Ramirez, is that a Jewish name? No. No, 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 but you look not like one. <laughs> Ramirez. Grammar. No, no, it's 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 Egyptian Spanish. Oh, like like, oh, like Sean Connery reference. Another, yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I got it. Do you have it? I, I love it. I understood it, Highlander. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right. Slush. So yeah, this was Lush. a this is a brooding heavy minute. That's the yeah, only thing that I yeah. That's why we're all vamping because exactly. it's not There's like not a lot going like, on here. Yeah, half of it. I mean, normally it's a minute. Now it's thirty seconds. seconds. Yeah. Followed by brooding and small. Yeah, that, and again, that's just kind of what I referenced earlier when I was saying that it's you don't want to put her against Tom Cruise because you don't need this long for her to sell this concept that she's kind of thinking on things. 
because I'm not getting that from this. I mean, I get that's what she's supposed to be selling us, but it's taking me out of it because I'm looking at her going, okay, this is you telling me. You know what I mean? She, I didn't need and that at this point, at this point in the movie, uh, I forget how old I was, 19 year, 18 years younger, Jonathan is probably screaming at the movie theater like, why am I watching this scene? I'm so pissed. <laughs> Yes. Show me explosions and robots and computers and God, Lasers. this is the worst. He, he was so longing mad. for scenes of Claire again from the first movie. I'm so mad uh, at this point. Yeah, Claire. I know at this point in 35, oh, 33 minutes in that I am unhappy with this movie so far. Thought we were off to a good start. Thought we had a good clip. The first 15 minutes is bonkers crazy. Tons of stuff happens. Right. And the, for the past 15 minutes, past three weeks, there's just this weird tonal lull. And I, I think, again, this is the edits. This is the cutting room floor. This is the script being cut and changed on set by Tom Cruise, who's also the... It's funny. When I looked at the script, the stuff that Tom Cruise says is all different. But mm-hmm. the stuff that Naya says is all the same because she doesn't have the clout to change her own dialogue. Right. With ah, with right, uh, right. with John Woo, but Tom Cruise like, I can do whatever the hell I want. What was your, I'm producing this movie. What was your guys' experience with John Woo prior to this movie like have you seen much of his films going in what were your well, funny story i was in a bathroom oh, in hong kong <laughs> and he saw his woo or his john you saw the woo i saw, saw his the woo. woo and the john oh wow it's funny he actually holds it sideways like the guns <laughs> holds it with two hands sideways double two hands yeah with double fisted yeah. yeah double fisted congratulate mazel tov, as my people say mazel tov mazel tov Chris and I went to college together, so we and we were film students. So we we wooed it up. We yeah. have we watched okay. uh, we watched untranslated bootlegs from Hong Kong, Laserdisc I mean, from J- from Japan without. We subtitles. watched crazy stuff, okay. like just and like a half a loaf of kung fu. Like I would get oh, VHS wow. tapes wow. Yeah. of like Jackie Chan stuff before Wu was even doing his stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and we had festivals we, we that actually played it. this stuff early. You know, played stuff. You know. That wasn't being released, and the Inwood played a lot of stuff out there in Dallas as well. Yeah, uh-huh. so we we uh, we both uh, yeah we we were both very familiar with John Woo. So when this movie yeah. happened, we were super stoked. We're like, yeah, hey, oh, John yeah. Woo's doing a Mission Impossible movie. How bad could it be? And Chris came out of it going, "This is better than any Mel Gibson movie I've ever seen." And I thought, "Payback had already." I don't like out. this movie at <laughs> all. Oh yeah, Payback had already come out, so yeah. that's an increase. Yeah. Uh, no, payback hadn't come out at this point. Oh, it hadn't. Oh, it hadn't. No, ah. payback. Then you were payback correct. was was uh, about four or five years from here. Wow! Oh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Oh. Payback is when the Scots finally win their freedom from England. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so I I was mentioning I think in the green room before, but for me it was very interesting because I like you had a very early introduction to John Woo, so by you know which means I had seen his peak and everything else was sort of distasteful to me you know because i if i'm not mistaken and correct me broken arrow had already come out yes and And face off (laughs) Uh face off uh so i was already like okay i get it it's it's just not gonna be good so i kind of already my expectations are set low and you mentioned jackie chan earlier whereas my jackie chan introduction was much later even though i liked 70s kung fu i'd somehow never seen one of his films so Rumble not even Cannibal Run. <laughs> well, technically yes, but I had seen. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Yes. Oh, you just blew Aaron's mind. Uh, everyone, tune in next week. Aaron, I put... I'm going to blow your mind yeah. even more. The 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 
bloopers at the end that Burt Reynolds had in both Smoking the Bandit and Cannonball Run yeah. influenced Jackie Chan to have bloopers at the end of his movies. He always oh, had outtakes, okay. yeah. Because he was in Cannonball Run. Is that not crazy? <laughs> That's yeah. great. That's great. I love it. So it's like, you know, I think if we had mentioned this earlier with Tom Cruise and Anthony Hopkins, you kind of like set a bar from where you first I see a character or an actor and say, this is how I think of them. <clears throat> And so Jack Chan, I was lucky enough to come in late so that I could see his early stuff. And be like, oh my god, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And where's well, the? Because you get Woo? to pick and choose at that right. point. You get to pick and choose the best the John best Woo stuff, yeah. and the best Jackie Chan. Right. When you come into something later, like it's like people like my wife didn't watch Parks and Rec when it was on, and I was always like, oh my god, it's the best show on TV. You right. got to watch Parks and Rec. <laughs> the first season's rough, but get through it. Get through it. And she didn't see it. And then finally she started watching it and she had the entire show to watch. And she just loved it more, I think, because she didn't pick and choose, but she knew it was going to end well. Like, and I, I think you were thinking the same, same thing. You're like, this John Woo thing is just not going to be good. <laughs> like, you're just, you were just like, it's not, he's already on his downward yeah. trajectory. Right, right. The oh, killer yeah, has okay. the same problem. Yeah, the killer, killer hard boiled certainly has the same part. Oh, hard boiled has you know? no problems. You take that back, sir. I love Hard Boiled. That's oh, like my course. favorite Wu film. But, but you're right. But, there, Mine but it's got a lot. I mean, there's a point where Chow Yun Fat is singing to somebody about, the, and that's like the clue. Oh, They're yeah. singing the clues to each other. I mean, if you put that in an American film, you have this. But yeah. if you put it in a John Wu Chinese film, a Hong Kong film, you've got brilliance. So, you know, right. it's, it, it's all perspective. In American audiences, I remember when Hard Target came out, people were like, yeah. what? <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. No, you're you're hundred percent right. It's yeah. It's coming in with expectations that I think <clears throat> that can color coming in. And and actually I think it's working positively in our favor because Aaron doesn't remember seeing it. I'm coming in kind of fresh and I'm really enjoying all of it. Yeah. I'm really loving how they do the shots and thinking like it's a very it's pretty. a hoot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now that now that I have perspective on it with other movies, like at the time I was like, Well, they just ruined the whole Mission Impossible <laughs> franchise and it will never come back. And for four years, I was right. Yeah. And then and then it came back, and it was better than ever. And I was like, oh, thank God they saved the franchise. Because it was just – I was worried. I was like, this can't be the one we go out on. This can't be the end of the, the team. Right, this right. is not good. And like you said, it ended up actually influencing his character direction in, yeah. in a positive way. Oh, yeah. Right, because they, they actually made a mistake on film and put it out. And it's like, well, this is who – I said it – God, maybe first week, maybe second week. I said, this is not who Ethan should be. And so they in the rest of the movies, they changed it. Yeah. They they did a pivot and like this we, – we've now done this script and we've now done the way he is. And it's awful. It's it's it, it doesn't resonate with anyone and no one likes it. So let's move on. Yeah. Hey, have you guys talked about this um, not having listened to every single minute but most of this season – have you guys talked about how much Tom Cruise is, you know, integral to this? Like the Bourne movies, they've actually already swapped it. 007, of course, obviously. Well, they did. They did. Well, I mean, we'll get to it more when we get to, to Ghost Protocol. But there was a point where sure. they were swapping it for him between him and Jeremy Renner, as so he could move forward. And uh, it just, it, you know, Tom Cruise got on set and things started to change, and he started to really like it more. And so the Renner part got smaller. And, and and Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise said, said, I'm going to try and murder myself every movie yeah. and I'm going to train myself to do something insane and then do it. And that's now. His <laughs> and thing. I think it was also the influence of having McQuarrie on set for that one and really giving it new life that made Tom go, oh, this is this is what I want to do now, you know, because yeah, because before McQuarrie came onto that set, it was 
he was like, this is my last one, you know, I'm passing. And it's got to be exhausting. They had different directors. Yeah. It, it's so it's right. for an actor that's uh, who's producing. It's got to be exhausting. Be like, I can't be this character for another person that doesn't understand me. When he got McHugh in there, he's like, this guy gets me. Yeah. It's it. He made this movie that was probably a six into a eight or nine. Yeah. Just by going into rewriting it. And then so sick. Uh, so, uh, you know, four, four, five, four and five are just. Four, five, and uh, Fallout are just solid. Or yeah, well, yeah, four and five. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just interesting because I think about like the yelling thing, like that I brought up earlier. Those are very Tom Cruise beats that you kind of. It's hard for anyone else to bring to do that. Like you can switch bonds or whatever, but you know this turn that he's taking this film that you guys are representing. The heat you require that particular actor. Yeah, it's like he can get almost to out of control, but he brings it back, and mm-hmm. I and it reminds me of like in Top Gun where he's like, "That's right, ice man." man. <laughs> Polishes the. Yeah. I am dangerous. <laughs> yeah, he's very good at that. He's yeah. very good at like po- topping out and bringing it way back down, which of course is very much a movie thing because that's not how human emotions it's work. Probably a survival thing for him in his childhood because he's kind of short. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shouts out to the shorts people. I said it's someone who's six one. <laughs> I guess you guys have a rough. I don't know, but no, I think that it's a very unique uh, set of skills that he brings as an actor. It's like a, you right, know, everyone's yeah. got the thing. Al Pacino gets made fun of for his yelling and his thing, but that's what he does. Wow, she's got a great buttocks. I think that Tom Cruise does do that well, where he can elevate sort of his emotional state and to bring it way back down. That's very <clears throat> unlike how most humans interact, but is extremely entertaining to watch. I don't know. It is. I don't yeah. know. I, it reminds me of certain friends. Uh, I, I don't know. Our uh, friends elevate really quickly. They don't, it's hard to drop that emotion because physically you can't, right? You, once you get that dump. So his degrees in physics, mine's in oh, psychology. psychology. <laughs> once that chemical dump hits your brain, you, there's no turning it off. That's why, all of us have experienced that sort of hand shaking when you get, you know, nervous like that or get into an emotional thing. That takes a long time to dissipate through your system. You don't get to just dial it back unless you're a sociopath. Or well, Tom and uh, <laughs> we, we've talked about that with we've talked about that with Tom Cruise. He's it's not that he's a sociopath. I don't think I think he has. I think he has a very um, low personal uh, charisma. When he's not on, but I think when he is on and he's being Tom Cruise, he has, he's very charismatic and he's very charming in like real life. Mm-hmm. And then when you see him in a movie, he is 110% into that movie and he is giving 100. Right. No one ever said, we've th- said before, no one ever calls Tom Cruise lazy. Right. right, right, right. Yeah. No one's ever said, man, that guy is lazy, no. lazy actor. Now I'll say it just so that makes you an untrue statement. <laughs> Tom Cruise is lazy. Splice it. Oh, my God. <laughs> One person has said that now. <laughs> One person said that. He's going to come over here and beat me up now. Team, team Stupid has Probably. reared his ugly head yeah, again so, yeah. and saying things like Tom Cruise is lazy. Yeah, Tom, That's Anthony insane. Hopkins isn't here. He's going to roundhouse kick you. I'm like the flat be. earther of podcasts now. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins has terrible hair and Tom Cruise is lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great place to stop for today. And we can go into some tech of the eps for this. Uh, here we go. We don't have any funny bits to get us in there. Let's just go. Let's sure. just go to the tech of the eps. Oh. All right.
right. Uh, I'm going to go with Aaron first. Oh, Aaron, what you got? God, I have nothing. <laughs> There's nothing All right, I'm going to go with Cliff. Cliff, what you got? So yeah. mine is the new psychotherapy model as evidenced by Tom Cruise in this minute where you go into a office and someone screams at you to feel better until you do. <laughs> As patented by Minute Impossible, so if that works for so you, so this is ba- so, so basically your tech of the app is bad male writing from the early two thousands in the screenplays for women at five hundred an hour. <laughs> five hundred an hour, it's not bad. Get it? We'll get it. Works. You can get it. <laughs> Chris, what about you? I'm going to go with the uh, the backlighting Tom Cruise has behind him uh, that's giving his hair this. Awesome glow ah. and kind of fair fossity. Let's talk about this, look. Chris. Is this Good. is this a set? A are they on a set or are they out no, they're, in Seville? They're outside in it's not Seville, but it's Australia. But yeah, they're outside because they when they went out to that balcony, I don't know. Now, this part may be on a set, but uh the balcony when they went out on it, it was they were right out there by the by that right. sparkling uh, all these close up shots. These close ups could they do look like they were probably uh on a set, but when you look in the background, you see no, the, those, those closest were probably shot on that set. You're right. Because I'm 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 looking at like second fourteen, which shows us kind of the real the real. They're on the real balcony, yeah. and then the next right. like well, when, 16, when you look at, at Cruz's um, close-ups, there's fires and stuff going on in the background. That I think you're right. I think they did shoot. I mean, obviously, they just did what they did normally do. Is no one's really making noises back there? They're no, just nobody's around. probably back there at that point when they're doing. Or the they're jumping around there. and they're like so the, the stuff's moving, but no yeah. one. They're like everyone just. Don't talk. It's yeah. just like, but yeah. the the, the so shot the, the shots don't look like anything that couldn't be done on that balcony. So I'm going to assume they were done on that balcony because if there was some impossible sort of shot that there was no way they could shoot on that balcony, then then I would say it was a set. But it it looks like it's a balcony. I'd like to posit his hair was not. This was not movie. Well, it is movie magic, but it wasn't done anything post production. But that that's actually soul glow in his hair, and this exists in the that same universe. So- Glow. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. So, shouts out to soulglow.com if that doesn't already exist. Uh, Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. If we don't look good, if we don't, I look, don't good. look good. We don't look good. The short lived, yeah, we all remember that time when he was the spokesperson for a product, uh, Soul Glow, that existed in the movie Coming to America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine. Uh, you know, there's not a ton of stuff going on in this minute. Uh, I, I'm going. Can, can I say fire? Can fire be a tech of the episode? It's also with the kids. Fire! At second 14, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Definitely. The kids say fire. Fire! fire. No, they're not. Like, they say when things are good now. It's hard to work. Fire. It's hard. I'm going to say it's not the fire, it's the cinematography during the fire. It is hard to light. Yeah. Night. Fire. That's true. Yeah. Night fire is like the two worst things. It's the brightest thing in the universe and the darkest thing in the universe so in deep. one scene, and you have to have everybody lit correctly. It's really nice. Uh, well done, DP. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah. Night fire was one of my favorite Transformers. Uh, I had that once. I went to Tijuana and I got night fire. <laughs> Twelve bucks a bottle. I don't want to talk about it. You know, if you're going to say night fire, then I guess the thirty seconds or so of smoldering at the thirty. End. Yeah, that's right. It, it's good segue to the mostly smoldering. That is a good, that is good tech. The good tech is the fact that they don't talk and they just I they just I hump I hump for, yeah for a few minutes. <laughs> they bring they do bring the smolder. Yeah, great. Uh, succinct and quick. Uh, 
Just like uh, nothing. All right. Ladies. Uh, ladies. <laughs> this is a great place for us to wrap up today. Uh, Chris. Uh, Chris. Yes. Cliff. All to me. Cliff and Aaron. <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you again for being on. Uh, we're gonna do two more of these episodes this week, okay. and hopefully, you're gonna get some minutes that aren't in the darkness. Maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll have the darkness, the band on. As oh, a sweet special guest. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow there may be a band on. You don't know. Only That's one way. To find so out. come back tomorrow and it's see if Cliff is a giant liar. That's true. Is it? It is. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Cliff. And I've been Aaron. This minute will self-destruct. Say it like you made it. Ah! This minute will self-destruct! Ah!